Are you new to wholesaling real estate and you want some additional help getting that marketing out the door so your phone can start ringing? Do you need help running comps, analyzing deals, making offers? How about repair estimates? Do you struggle with any of these things? Well, guys, we are here to help. Mike and I have a weekly group coaching mastermind, and we would like to invite you guys to come check it out. It is a phenomenal value. For just a few hundred dollars a month, you can connect with Mike and I, get access to all of our courses, as well as join us on weekly coaching calls where we discuss what is working today in our real estate business. We are an open book. We talk about what kind of marketing we're doing. We do case studies and we answer any and all questions that you guys might have for us on those weekly calls. This mastermind is limited to only a few people. So check it out at dpipodcast.com forward slash mastermind to where you guys can get some more information about this amazing offer. Again, access to all of our courses. Connect with Mike and I on weekly calls. Ask us questions that you have about your wholesaling or real estate business, as well as weekly trainings on what we are doing in our business and what is working. This is like rocket fuel for your business. Check it out, dpipodcast.com forward slash mastermind. We'll see you inside. Welcome to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, where we show you how to buy real estate at a discount so you can create wealth over time and income today. Our mission is to share what we have learned from the experience of others and help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate, the Discount Property Investor way. Thanks for tuning in. All right, welcome back, Discount Property Investors. Your host, Mike Slain, David Dodge, and we're joined today uh, with a very special guest, Dan Gibson. Uh, thanks for joining us, Dan. Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for coming, man. So Dan is kind of who we consider uh, the experts on private funding and uh, mobile home park investing. So definitely not our area of expertise, and one of our missions was to share um, knowledge of other people. So we brought Dan in, and uh, really excited to have him today. Yeah, so. thanks for coming, Dan. Yeah, no, it should be fun. Dan's got two very specific niches, uh, like Mike just mentioned. Um, private funding, which we're going to get into here in just a few minutes, and some some really awesome strategies that he and his company uses to raise funds. And then um, also he is a mobile home park investor. So we're really excited to learn more about both of those topics. Mm -hmm. So uh, don't forget, guys, check out discountpropertyinvestor.com. Um, and the free wholesale course.com. We had mentioned in some previous episodes about the course. It is 100% free. We put it together for you guys to help teach you the basics of wholesaling and get you out to do deals immediately. So check that out. We are very excited about the course and we are still adding free content to it daily. So let's jump right in. Dan, private funds. Yeah. What are they? Well, I mean, 
Private funds can be a, a lot of different things, but uh, it, in my mind, private funds are basically anything, any source of money that's not from a traditional source, not from a bank, not okay. from a uh, not from a hard money lender. E- even maybe some people would consider hard money lenders as private funds, but they're kind of their own sure. their own niche. Um, most people, when they think of private funds, it's uh, you know mom or dad or grandma, um, and a lot of times it is. But um, you know any anything that anything that you can find out there from an individual is kind of how I I like to describe it. So mm-hmm. okay, very good. And um, you know why would we use private funds? What's the benefit of it? Yeah. So our uh, our business is really driven by private funds. Um, <clears throat> we uh, it really actually what's, what's what took off our business really, um, and it all starts with flexibility. You know we have. A lot of say in when the money gets paid back, the terms at which it gets paid back. Um, now, obviously, you have to make your terms a little, little attractive to sure, to, sure. To, to, to pitch someone to invest with you. But um, you know, a lot of the times, people just um, they're okay with it. Is you can show a track record that you've made money and you've made some decent returns for your your current investors. It's it's a pretty easy pitch. So um, we love it with the flexibility. Um, I think as you guys will agree, you know, banks, they, uh, their, their regulations are getting more and more strict. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, really they're a pain, they're a pain to deal with. I mean, yeah, banks, they have their advantages. You know, if you can, if you can prove to the banks that, that you're worthy of, of them lending to you, you can get your money cheap. Yeah. And, but it's hard. It's hard. Well, and it's hard, but the you know what, the bank, the magic thing with the banks are the W two income. Yep, they love W two income. They love it. We don't have W two income, mm-hmm. so whether or not we're making twice as much as someone with a W two income, banks see it as risky. Oh well, we have to show up to work every day, or else we're not making money. Right. You know we're our we're our own business. We're our own. Uh, Absolutely. So you know they just don't like that, and um, so you know I mean just. Try applying for a house, you know, just through a basic Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac mortgage. Yeah, it's and not. It's not as you would think. It'd be easy. Um, you know, my wife and I are going through it right now, and I mean, it's just a pain in the butt. Yeah, she's got the typical W two income, and banks love her. And then they look at me, and they're like, "Well, you have all this investment property. That's great, but you're not getting a paycheck every yeah. month." Yeah, and for right? her, she can just give them a W two, yeah. maybe a couple printouts of some bank statements with you, it's like you have to get them a dictionary yeah. Yeah, I mean, thickness of paperwork, and want, then they want more, and they want more, and they want more. It never yep, ends. Yep. I mean, middle of the year profit losses for small entities, it's like, come on, who's, come doing, on, who's doing that? Who's even reading right. this stuff? Yeah, I have six entities. What am I going to do? Pr- middle of the year profit and losses for <laughs> yeah. all of them? Like, I'm with you, man. So, you know, so that's why, and that's what changed our business a few years ago when we, uh, when we went to private funds. We... Um, it started with uh, a first small rehab project. We had cash to close on it. We were looking to raise like 30 grand, I think, and asked a couple people and just were like, hey, you know, we got this property, it's pretty safe. We'll be in and out in a few months, 30 grand. How does 15% or I think it was actually, I think it was 20% that first deal. Oh, wow. wow. Well, because it's such a low uh, amount, we were like, oh, we got to give these people, sure. you know, you gotta some make incentive. it worth their while. Exactly. So, I think it was yeah, it was twenty, and we were like, "How's twenty percent sound?" And they were like, "Yeah, sure, you know, we'll give you, we'll give you a try," and it worked. And then, you know, from that first thirty grand that we raised, I guess going back 
three and a half years ago, we're up to a little over 700000 in private funds that we use. Man, that is just awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That's a ton of money. Yeah. You can do a lot so, of business with that. Exactly. I just wanted to try to keep it super basic, though. So what are private funds? You're borrowing from somebody else. Yes. Which is, and you're using their money. So Dan gave a great example. Their very first deal yep. uh, that they used it on was $30,000. So again, it's not something to really necessarily be scared of. You're not, uh, if you're asking uh, your your grandma, your mother, your father, whoever it is, to help you out. You're not necessarily asking for seven hundred thousand dollars. True, very true. Uh, you're asking, you know, to help them help fund you on this one project. Yeah, so. keep it basic, guys. You know, in the beginning, you you don't need to go out and, and ask for that big chunk of change, like Mike just mentioned. I mean, some deals, especially in our market, you know, we can get a house for ten, fifteen, twenty k, mm -hmm. do a small flip on it. So you know, start small, keep it basic. Very good point, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I would probably recommend, I mean, that's how I would recommend starting is start small, start mm -hmm. with a um, small house like that. And, you know, you don't have to use it for rehab and you can use it for rental, you can use it for wholesaling even. So, um, you know, there's a lot of ways, um, you know, it all starts with how you buy it, right? Absolutely. If you buy let's, it right. Let's dive in just for one second about this, so that first deal. Again, okay. this is a couple years ago, yeah, and I want to elaborate too much on I it. I test his memory. I want to test <laughs> your memory here, that's right. So you guys borrowed 30 grand, what was it for? Was it a single family rehab? It was or? single family rehab, yes. Um, in a small little town over in Illinois, across the river. Okay. Um, we, yeah, I think it was. How many people lent, just one? Uh, it was three people. Okay. Three people gave 10,000 each. Okay. Um, we told them, and uh, we told them twenty percent return. Yep. And we told them. Did you have a Did you have a term on that return? Oh, uh, we did. We 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 limited it to a year. Okay. We thought we could do it in three months. We were like, hey, first one, let's not. Don't push yourself. Let's not too get much. cocky. Let's, yep. let's just give ourselves a year to be safe. And um, I think we had we bought the property with our own cash for twenty grand. Mm -hmm. So you know we already had the property. That was obviously our contribution, which private investors like to see that, like, you know. Absolutely. They like to see Put that some you skin have, in the game. You have some skin in the game. And so, yeah, it was small, small little three bed, two bath, um, all in for, I think it ended up being about 60. And we, uh, what did we sell it? We ended up selling it for like 90. Woo, so 30K. Awesome. That's I thought it was the greatest awesome. thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably pulled them in 20 to 25 after closing and yeah. oh, commissions. And, 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 yeah. And you, uh, yeah, we I, yeah we definitely netted over 20 and, you know. And you paid your investors back Paid there. our investors back. And I think it took us maybe seven months. So I'm glad, you know, gave give yourself some extra time. Yeah, because you please. estimated, what, two or three? Yeah. I was like, I was like oh, this will be three months. No <laughs> big deal. It, always it was seven. Especially <laughs> so, in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um you know, but gave them the money back and and didn't even really know that I was going to do this of full course. time. And it's one, a good test. Yeah, and one of the investors just simply said, "Okay, you know, where's the next?" I'm project? ready. Yeah, it, like, and that's no. the great thing. You know, once you get that ball rolling, and you start paying those dividends and getting their money back, especially whenever you can beat your expectations. So right. that's another point that I want to really elaborate on is. You know, give yourself enough time. Don't be overly optimistic when it comes to funding and, sure. and getting money lent to you. And, you know, pay them back, and then they're going to want to keep that money going, maybe give you more. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, as long as you go in into it knowing, you know, no matter what, as long as my investors get paid what I told them, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's the most important. I mean, your credibility, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we're at today if we, you know, cut corners and of course and you know so I mean your reputation is worth it to figure out a way to make sure that investor gets paid back 
especially if it's your first or second deal. Absolutely. Um, when most of your investors, I mean, it's it's people that you know or your partners know. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I think uh, friends and family. On the yeah, first thirty thousand, it was two two family friends and one family member. Yeah. So, so yeah. Perfect. So I mean, people I'm going to see all the time. Mm -hmm. People yeah. I'm going to see it. Christmas and right. Thanksgiving, so make sure you know. Mm -hmm. Right, you're, you're not you're you're <laughs> in business to do business and to do it again and again. Yeah. You want to help these people out too, right? Because sure. they're helping you out. I mean, so again, I want to try to awesome. keep it very basic, but I do have to ask the question: Whenever you got money from three different individuals, yep. was there a ton of paperwork that was involved, or did they carry no. a second mortgage? Or um, again, let's keep it basic. Right. So for the newbie out there, the person that's <laughs> saying, "Hey, my grandma's got a big Roth IRA, or my parents do, or my sure. buddy, you know," and I want to see if they're interested in partnering with me to do some of these deals, how would you maybe coach or teach them on sure. setting that up? Um, <clears throat> I would say. You'll be tempted to not do any type of paperwork because right. most of the time, you know, it's your family and friends, mm -hmm. and they trust you. They don't. They really don't know anything about real estate. They trust you, right? So, mm -hmm. they probably don't need something in writing. Um, I would encourage everyone to put something in writing. Right. So we just simply we wrote up uh, just a little one-page contract that could be used, that could be filed as a second mortgage. Sure. If we didn't it's kind of do like a mechanics lien. Exactly. In, in a sense. Sense. That's exactly what it is. It's a lien. But it never was even recorded. It never right? was recorded, but we had the paper. We all signed it, gave it to all the investors, so they that's felt beautiful. like that's yeah. protection. That's, that's beautiful. That's important, though, too. It is important, but I guess the point that I really wanted to emphasize here was it's good to have something in writing, but don't overthink it, folks. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. You know, one page, you know, a little bit, you know, just a little bit of information saying, you know, we're going into this as a partnership. Yep. You are lending me this, I'm gonna return this with some interest in this amount of time, yep. and I'm gonna sign it and date it, and so are you, that's it. And that's it. And keep, that's, it keep it simple. And that's what it was. And give them each, give them each a copy, and- Love it. You know, they can use it if necessary. Hopefully they never have to use it, so. Yeah. Now, today, with the, the 700, it's a little bit more- little different. Different. That's, a, that's a whole different <laughs> that's a whole, story. That's a whole different, I, I was gonna say, yep. hopefully there's more yeah, than a, you, uh, more than one piece of paper you bring in, involved. Uh, you, you bring in the government agencies. Uh, so I think legally we're, uh, we're an, an active private equity fund, mm -hmm. I believe is the legal definition. Perfect. And you know, we're SEC compliant. So mm -hmm. a lot more paperwork, consult your attorneys. Good, and that's it's good to get it's good to get that that's, out there though yeah. too. Yeah. So I mean, Dan, I mean, we were using a very his very first uh, deal as an example, uh, just to mention that you can get it started. But like I said, they are experts at this. I mean, they're doing it right, mm -hmm. and that's what's that's what's really important. So I mean, once you get into that, I think the question is, um, is it hard? Like once you set up the uh, your fund. Well, or let's talk about that. So yeah. now that you've done a couple of these smaller ones, right. where you've gotten you know thirty and a little bit more, maybe I'm sure for some individual deals. Sure. You guys have taken this to the next level and you filed paperwork. Correct. And you have a, a fund, is that correct? correct? Am I wording that we right? You a, actually have a fund. We so have a private what's equity it called? Fund. Our fund is called Arsenal Capital Fund. Okay. We have kind of stuck with the, the Arsenal family of, it's kind of everything, our holding, everything, right. all of our entities. But is there um, a name for the actual type of fund? Yeah, like it's, people throw out so, the term PPM. Yeah, it's a what private. What does that even mean? Private placement memorandum okay. is, I believe, the legal document that your attorney will draw up, and that's what's filed with the SEC. Okay. And and all and, and inside all of that explains. I think it's somewhere between a twenty and forty page document, depending on how 
you know, mm-hmm. depending, and it, it lays out exactly what you're going to do. Right. It's, right. I'm going to use money for this. I'm going to attempt to do this. These are the returns we hope to achieve. Mm-hmm. We're not guaranteeing anything. Um, and that's yeah, the, the PPM, the private placement memorandum. Awesome, man. That's that's the. Well, let's stuff. let's walk through this real quick. I don't want to. Uh, I want to try to keep it as, as simple as possible, sure. of course. Sure. So you go talk to an attorney. Yep. And you get the paperwork put together. Sure. Which lays out what you are wanting to do. Yep. How, with who, when, and where. Yep. I'd imagine. Yep. Okay. You file that with the SEC. And the state, or just the SEC? Uh, both, both. Okay. Uh, federally and your local local state. Uh, okay. The attorney, that attorney will do sure. all that for you. Sure. Um, and how long does that process take from the time that you, you know, start working with the attorney? And I don't know every attorney is going to be a little different. Every yeah. state's going to be a little different. But on average, is it like weeks or oh, months? I, yeah, or? Oh, it's, it's weeks. Weeks. I mean, it's not. Okay. It's not a crazy amount of time. No, no, and especially Perfect. if an attorney's done it before, they have that relationship at the SEC, at the local SECs, and it's. I mean, that's obviously going to be your, your bottleneck is getting the federal and state governments to right. officially sign off on it. Um, but but waiting on that shouldn't stop you from of course. talking to people of course. And, and raising funds. And so let's keep moving ready. here. This yeah. is perfect. I love it. Great information. So you get the paperwork filed and a couple of weeks goes by yep. and you get the green light. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? So obviously you're going to be kind of pitching. Yep. And recruiting investors throughout that process. Correct. But you can't actually receive any funds, I would imagine. No, right? you can't receive funds yet. Um, you can receive, obviously, commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, the verbals and yeah, whatnot. wait until. Uh, and and once the once the PPM is signed off on, there's one page in the back of it that basically says this is uh, you know, this is our disclosure. This is how much we're interested in investing. And then once once everything's signed, sealed, then then you can actually collect the money. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's just you know, you can start pitching. Start. So I would money. imagine the the beauty of of the PPM is you can you can kind of design it how you want. Any anybody that puts one out there yeah. can can create their own terms and time frames. Exactly. It's it's no different. I mean, it, you can write it for anything. It doesn't right. have to be real estate. You can write it for I'm gonna. So really, what it allows you to do is it allows you to pool. Yes, that's pretty much it. If you want to simplify it the most, instead of me going to Mike to borrow for house A, and then me going to Dan to borrow for house B, I can say, hey, Mike and Dan, let's put that money into a fund, and then I can then draw from that fund to buy house A and house B on my own time. Correct. Do my own stuff with it. Is there a ton of um, ongoing like recording or support, or I guess that's the wrong word, but paperwork, paperwork, yeah. yeah that you have. To, what are you doing behind? Yeah, the scenes how's that it? work? Other than you know, other than your normal third-party accountant mm-hmm. signing your accountant signing off on everything. I mean, we run it through QuickBooks just like our other businesses. Um, so yeah, there's really no ongoing. I mean, there's yearly, there's yearly renewals, of there's course. yearly. Um, so there's a little bit filings. of maintenance, but it's not bit, bad though. No, it's it's. Getting it set up, right? It, I mean, that's it's not hard. It's especially. I mean, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to use an attorney at some point. Sure. So, you know, once they're done with their stuff, you know, we want you to be focusing on raising the funds and the deals itself. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. So, well, I don't want to get into yeah. too much detail. So, talking about raising funds, then, I mean, is it hard to come up with that much money? Because I mean, a lot of people. I mean, seven hundred thousand. That's a lot of money. You yeah. Know? It I is. mean, that's. I don't. I don't have a grandma with. Seven hundred thousand right. dollars. So, uh, no, so you know, how, and, how do you how do you go about that? Yeah, and I, and the, the story I tell it's 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 perfect. Um, 
So obviously you start with 30, probably a lot of people can find 30, um, friends and family. And then, you know, I think kind of the, our process was we just wrote down family and friends who we like spending time with, who we spend time with out of business and um, just, so these people knew that you guys were in real estate yeah. probably yeah. too, right? They knew we were in real estate. It had been for a few years right? and at least showed some level of interest and, in, you know, just your friends. Like, hey, what are you up to? How you been doing? What's been going on? How's real estate business? And I think between my dad and I, we came up with uh, maybe a list of 100 people that we would consider friends. And I think well, we, you got a lot more friends than me. Well, that's, well that's, that's, my, that's, that's my dad. My dad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. My my list was smaller, but uh, um, I we actually even out of that hundred carved out about twenty, and we're like these okay. are the, the the close like who know our business and know we're in business, and you know we just sent them a little a one page executive summary. Uh, which is part of the Man, PPM. I love the one page. Yeah, it's just one page. Like, God, don't, that don't, makes it so easy. Don't overcomplicate don't over, it. Everyone always wants to overcomplicate everything in business. And whenever I work with one-pagers, people love it. And well, this is just another example of how you can keep it simple. Well, I mean, if you open a PDF and you see it's 20 pages, you're just like, I'm not going to read You're not even going to start reading it. Like, exactly. Give me the highlights. <laughs> exactly. That's and awesome. So one page, send it out to them. Um, and... I would say you know it wasn't hard, and I think I think the important thing is you really don't know who has money, you know like that's so true. There are some people I thought I know for sure would would invest. I was like, oh, they have money. And they didn't, and they didn't. They're like, right. yeah, I want to wait. I want to wait a little bit. I want you to prove it to, and to then, me first. And mm -hmm. then you have, um, we actually sent it to one of my aunts and uncles in town in St. Louis, and thinking you know they might be interested. They were fifty-fifty. And they 50 50 on like the minimum investment of 10k, right? On the right? yeah, just yeah, yeah, minimum investment 10k. Um, and they weren't interested, but my little cousin, my younger cousin, who's right. in college, has had like 10,000 or something in, in savings from his just miscellaneous awesome. jobs. And he read it and called me and was like, Hey, this thing's just been sitting here, like. I'm in. I'm interested. Yeah. And like my little cut, like he I was, love it. he was a yeah. freshman in college. I love it. And you know, he's been an investor for the last three years and he's been awesome. sending them checks all throughout college. Right. And so you never know, you never know who has money. Right. I didn't even, obviously my little cousin wasn't on the list. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, he gets the letter, he sees it from his parents and mm -hmm. yeah. And I think, you know, some people, some people will want to wait it out um, and see how it goes first couple of years. Um, I will say, you know, at this point, when you've shown a track record for a few years. Uh, oh, I mean, it's easy at this point. Yeah, we have a waiting list, essentially. Yeah. You know, because how much money do we want to take on with our time right. and we're responsible for? And that's another really good point. I don't want to interrupt you, Dan, but I do want to emphasize something again. You know, don't set your goal for the first, you know, fund to be 700 or yeah. 900 or even a million dollars. Get Just get, get out there and get going. Even if you're only able to raise 30 to 50K... You know, allows you to do get, a deal. That's allows right. you to do a deal, but yeah. then you can start building a track record. And that also goes for banks too. Sure. You know, get that track record, do a couple deals, borrow, pay back, borrow, pay back, pay some interest. And then you, like Dan said, he has a waiting list. Yeah. You know, so And we sorry, and we oh. didn't and we didn't go from thirty to seven hundred. We went well, of course. from thirty to So that was to actually 90. my next question. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to get into yeah. too much of your personal details and sure. business because it's not my business, but <laughs> Um, you exactly. You didn't go from thirty no. to seven hundred. 
you stepped small it up. steps. Yeah, 30 to 90 to 300 to 700. It's awesome. Yeah. So uh, what's really cool though in my brain is just like, whoa. So what Dan solved is one of the hardest things in real estate because you're always looking for your next deal yep. or you're looking for more money to do your next deal. So they, if you just heard what he said, he says they've got a waiting list of money to utilize. So he doesn't have that problem in real estate anymore, which is awesome. So, yeah. which, I mean, that's pretty awesome. That yeah. is amazing. Uh, well, yeah, and, it's pretty fun. But it allows you to kind of tie this tie this into the wholesaling, what you guys do, and and it allows us to focus on what we want to focus on. So my brother and I had a quick stint in wholesaling, mm-hmm. and we weren't that good at it because we didn't market. We just thought, oh, we could, you know, we did a handful of deals, and it's great, and it's quick cash, and I love it. But that wasn't what we were good at, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. Too. Well, and it is, and we didn't we didn't have the time, and we didn't yeah. want to commit to it. So we made the decision as a business to say, hey, why don't we focus on just buying from wholesalers? They're doing all the work, and they're getting us deals. And they're getting us deals. We're they're making money. We're making money. So mm-hmm. why let's not? We don't. Ha- you don't have to do everything. You don't have to wholesale, rehab, own rentals. To have a it's fund. hard to do it's, everything. Yeah, it is it's better to niche. Yeah. Well, and I think in a previous episode we mentioned, or uh, our other uh, partner Bill mentioned that too. There are a lot of ways to make money. Yeah. So oh, yeah. you don't you find what works for you and do that. Yeah. I think that's exactly what mm-hmm. what Dan is saying. Is uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, great. so yeah, exactly. You're gonna you're and the way I look at it is you guys might look at it differently, but I'm I'm either spending money to market to to homeowners to sellers or I'm spending money to pay you guys to just send me the leads. Well, right. My time's a lot more efficient letting you guys make your money, you guys doing what you're good at, and let me focus on my business. On your so, business. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Well, let's talk about the security that the investors would have. So whenever you did your first deal mm-hmm. and you had borrowed 30000 from three different individuals, you had three individual uh Agreements, notes, yeah. notes, you know, but they were just simple one-page agreements. Correct. And you know, it was kind of seems like a little bit of a handshake deal because yeah. nothing was recorded, even though you had paperwork. Correct. And so the interest that they had was kind of not only in the property, but you as an individual saying, "Hey, I got this," Correct. you know. But whenever you have a fund, it kind of changes a little bit because, again, not trying to get too yeah. personal, but you guys probably have. 30, 40 investors or? Oh yeah, we're well, mid 20s, I believe. Mid 20s, okay. Recent so you have a lot of, a lot people, of people that are involved. pulling, which is great, because yeah. it allows you to do more and make more. Right. But w- let's talk about the security just briefly. Yeah, and I mean, really, it doesn't change a whole lot. Um, they're all, all the investors are part of the, the, uh, the corporation, the fund. The fund, okay. The private so in fund. this case, the fund is the one that has and the, the fund, ability to record liens yes, and have some mortgages. The, f- the fund is a lender specifically to our rehab company. Gotcha. So the only the fund can only lend to our rehab company per our private placement memorandum. What a great agreement. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and, and now obviously it allows us to partner if Of course. You guys have a great deal and you guys you are managers of the yeah, fund. We can of course. at our discretion we can partner, but the fund the fund itself that that's a separate entity that can that only lends money to our rehab company and they would then they have the notes completely on all of that so they would have the liens on everything so, so it doesn't change it's, much it's just 
has to go through the fund, yes. but that's the reason that you have a fund is to pool and get more. So it's very basic, really. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I think people try to complicate it. I do. Yeah, no, and and it it seems complicated, but it's really it's the exact same thing as whether I think now instead of one one page, it's a few pages. Sure. But it's, it essentially, when it boils down, reads the same thing. Reads the same thing. The fund lends to the rehab company, and has position on. Because there's no there's no bank loans on any of these houses. We're buying them with cash. Isn't that beautiful? Fun. So that's great. They have that first cool, and they have first position on every. Yeah. On every so they're property. really they're not even having to worry about no. having the second and deal with more right. attorneys and paperwork and banks. Right. It's it's a cash deal, and yeah. that's the beauty of having a large fund, is that you don't need to complicate it. No, and you can go in with cash and rehab with cash and. Yeah, just and that's it. back to why you know why you use private funds is I mean that was the main thing. Love it. You guys get a deal and you say you shoot it out to your buyers list. I mean, how much time do I have? I have to come with cash in the bank to say, hey, I want this deal, and I can close in ten days. I can't say, okay, hey, I want this deal. Let me go. Let me go to the bank and make sure I have an, a pre-approval. Yeah, pre-approval. And then, Here's my and then pre-approval. I get approved. Will you guys wait 45 and the, days. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then the bank still says no because they don't like the double closings. Yeah, yeah so something strange in there. It's yeah, that's awesome. awesome. That's a whole nother reason. So yeah. I love it. Well, let's talk about how someone would get started using private money. Um, obviously a fund is an awesome way to use private money. But to the newbie investor, sure. it's a little bit higher level. So we encourage everybody to learn how to do this, you know, in time. But for the guy that's just starting wholesaling and he's taking our free wholesale course and he's learning how to do marketing, you know, private money is still an option for him. Oh yeah. So how would how would you recommend the newbie investor to get started using private money? Yeah, I think if if you know if you're out there and you're in the business, you just started, you're wholesaling. You know, everyone, at least that I know that are wholesalers, comes across a great deal and there's too much money on the table to wholesale it, or there's too much money on the table not to rehab it. Right. Like, hey, this is a great deal. We can make three times as much if we rehab it. And I think that's just a natural part of the business. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you guys would know more than I would, but I think that's a very common, a lot of wholesalers also do some rehabs. Mm-hmm. So I think right there, that's where the private funds can come in. Um, obviously, like we said earlier, I encourage encourage people to start small, um, but. And would you, would you agree that if you come across a great deal, the funds will appear? Oh yeah. 100%. I mean, all you have to do is present that to, you know, other, other investors, friends, family. I mean, if the deal is good, raising the money is usually the easiest part. It's just finding the deal. Right. Oh, everything's in finding the deal. Everything. Everything. So, yeah, money will find you. It's. It seems. It's. It's hard to wrap your mind around sometimes. Right. Because you, you you sit down and tell yourself. I know. Remember when I first started? You know, really, really started real estate investing. I would say actively, daily, like three and a half, sure. four years ago, it was, oh, if I only had money, I know I would do deals. Well, I mean, honestly, that's just a lazy, that's just a lazy. It, oh, I love it. It's so it. true. Yeah. It's if only I had deals. money, I'm going to repeat that. If only <laughs> I had money, I could do deals. No. It's the opposite. It's the exact opposite. If only I had deals, then I would have, then you have the money. It comes. Yep. Finding the money is usually the easiest part. Yep. Well, and you have multiple exit strategies. If... I want to re. If I think it's a good rehab, I buy it, 
and well, I hopefully first if it's my first deal, I'm you know partnering with someone or I'm getting someone like you guys your opinion on it first. Like, hey, would this be something your clients, your buyers would be interested in? Um, if all that checks out, and I say, okay, I want to do this myself. Okay, maybe the rehab numbers, maybe they came in more than I thought they were. Okay, well, if you got a couple of wholesalers who signed off on it, just want to call wholesale with them or work with them, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a good rental. So I mean, you have you have multiple options, and that's that's the exciting thing. If if you find a good deal, there there will be a way to make money. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love it. Well, let's jump into the next topic. Okay. The next topic is mobile home parks, mobile home park invest. Before we do that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, Dan joined us, and we're going to go ahead and split his interview up into two parts, both of them released at the same time. So please be sure to continue listening on the next episode for Dan and his info on mobile home park investing. Uh, This episode, let's go ahead and wrap up with our quote, money is usually attracted, not pursued. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.